This is the Gospel According to the Rock, tracing the rocky journey of God's foundation through the Bible. What grows on a mountain? When are we? In Moses' time, just after Pharaoh has sunk into the sea like a rock. Where are we? Next to the Red Sea. Why are we here now? I'm interested in a promise a few lines after Moses sings about Pharaoh sinking like a rock. The promise talks about where God will plant Jacob's descendants. The scripture. Listen for the words sank and plant. Exodus 15. Here are some familiar verses we've read in previous episodes. Verse 5. The floods covered them. They sank to the depths like a stone. Verse 10. But you blew with your breath, and as he covered them, they sank like lead in the mighty waters. Here's another verse I want you to pay attention to. Verse 17, you will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your possession. Lord, you have prepared the place for your dwelling. Lord, your hands have established the sanctuary. This last scripture is an interesting mix about the future and the past. In the future, Israel will be planted because of God's love. In the past, God has already prepared a place for his dwelling. It shows he already had a purpose and plans to fulfill it. Ultimately, there will have to be an announcement where God tells the people, this is the place. Let's take a look at the rocks in this passage. The mountain that supports life is a lot different from the rock that sank in the sea. One is a big mountain that has a future, the other is just useless. The fertile mountain represents Israel's future, the sunken rock represents part of their past. Some history. Hundreds of years before Abraham's faith was developed with a promise a lot like the verse, saying you will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your possession. Here's what God told Abraham in Genesis 12.1, hundreds of years before. Go from your land, your relatives, and your father's house to the land that I will show you. Genesis 12.1 The promise to Abraham is also an interesting mix of present and future. Go now, later I'll show you the land. The nation could probably figure out that God was rewarding Abraham for his faith by the very battle they had just seen Pharaoh lose. They could tell by the phrase, you will plant them on the mountain, that the promise is better than what had just happened to Pharaoh. Following God is an exercise in faith, trusting that God has a plan, and it is good. A flavor of this faith is practiced in the world in our time. People in the world learn to wait for announcements from authorities about corporate reorganizations or sports league championships. In the future, this promise is something Israel will think about for a few generations. The nation will continue to the promised land with a lot of mountains. They will worship a few generations in the tabernacle. In Solomon's time, a temple, a dwelling, will be built in Jerusalem. Further in the future, that temple will be destroyed. The conquering emperor will later have a nightmare about a rock that won't quit growing. Hundreds of years later, Jesus will be crucified in Jerusalem, rise from the dead, and begin to grow a spiritual dwelling.
Further in the future, others will follow Jesus with a faith that shows, even though they don't know all the details, they trust that God has a plan, and it is good. Produced by Static Force, LLC. Sometimes things don't change.